Smartcast. With the Baker's Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's with great pleasure that I have the opportunity of introducing Brandon Beecham to the show today. Brandon is a podcaster, entrepreneur, author, musician, philosopher, and truth seeker. He's on our show today to share the debut of his new book, The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite infinite Abundance. Brandon is a truth seeker and a philosopher. He's been a serial entrepreneur since childhood. And in 2011, he co-founded a company that is present day ResortShare. In August of 2015, ResortShare was named the 569th fastest growing private company in America in the annual INC 5000 fastest growing companies list. That same year, Brandon exited ResortShare and began focusing on his greatest passion, exploring conversations about consciousness and what he refers to as the ultimate nature of reality. He now has the Positive Head podcast. This podcast has been consistently rated in the top five in the spirituality category on iTunes, Apple Podcasts for several years now. Brandon is currently stewarding Positive Head's evolution on a new late night style, consciousness, eccentric, variety talk show, Optimistic, optimistic optimistic.tv. It's a great pleasure that I welcome Brandon Beecham to the show. Welcome to the show, Brandon. Hey, buddy. How are you, Jason? (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Phenomenal. I'm so glad to spend this time with you. And I know our audience is going to deeply appreciate us talking about not only your background, but what you have to share with us today with your new book, The Golden Key. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I want to ask you first about your background, because we all have spiritual journeys that we pursue. And I know you have a very interesting one. And as I mentioned in my intro, the first thing I want to ask you is early on, you had a music career. Could you tell our audience a little about that and how it brought you to California? I love, I love that you started there because, uh, yeah, that's a great, that's a great point in the journey to, to really a turning point because, uh, interestingly enough, uh, I will share this tidbit because I'm on your show right now. I was 
in Atlanta, Georgia with a girlfriend uh, in college. Uh, and we were walking around this outside mall area and there was a psychic booth set up this woman doing readings. I'd never had a reading of any kind on the spur of the moment. I'm like, let's do a reading. Let's do this. Yeah. This looks fun. Sit down. The woman says, I see you in a cold place like Chicago working in business. My jaw hit the floor because at the time we were in Atlanta, Georgia, which is, you know, 1,000, 1,500 miles from, from uh, Atlanta, probably, uh, or Chicago. And um, I, so, you know, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, wow, that's spot on. I'm planning when I graduate college to go work with my uncle in Chicago and live in, you know, live in Chicago and working with his business. And she said, but there's this whole other path in music. And then, uh, you know, I went and got a reading soon thereafter and they said California. So it was like, you know, I was basically seeing different timelines or she was in that moment. Right. And fast forward a year or so later, uh, with a little help of, uh, some, some magic mushrooms, I was really having a moment one night, like, Oh, I can do anything. If I could do anything, I'm one with everything. I'm an infinite creator being in the physical. I'm I was starting to have my awakening right at that time, you know, right around then, if I could do anything, what would I do? Well, I would love to make music. And so, you know, not really thinking a year earlier, I'd gotten this reading from the woman. And that's when, you know, I formed a band. I met someone from California. They ended up, you know, inviting me out here to visit. And next thing you know, my whole band moved out to, to Southern California. And that's the timeline I opted for, you know? And so, so that was the beginning of my band Kundalini. And it was a really cool journey. It was, you know, my aim, it was really my first go at doing what I'm doing now. And that is, I want to help awaken people and raise consciousness in this case through music. Right. And so, you know, we played with some big bands at the time. I still have a flyer this, you know, from like 1999, 2000, it was probably 2000. And it was us, you know, Kundalini, the, the flyer, it says hybrid theory, which went on to change their name to Lincoln park and oh then <laughs> alien, ant, alien ant farm and Hoobastank what? and all these bands that went on to be really yeah. big. And I remember at the end of our sound, you know, sound testing that for that particular show, we were the last band. And I remember the sound guy saying, wow, I've seen a lot of bands, but you guys really have something special. And the irony is all those bands went on to be huge and we didn't. And so, you know, our bass player's brother, towards the end, our bass player the last year or so joined, his brother was the drummer and no doubt. So we had all of that. I always say, well, in another timeline, Kundalini was a big deal and Lincoln Park was flipping burgers. But, you know, who knows? Who knows, right? Um, but uh, it, 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 was, it was a journey. It was a great journey. And it, it was, you know, it, it really means a lot looking back now. In hindsight, it seems like so long ago. Um, but uh, it was really me stepping into young adulthood and saying, okay, I can do anything. I can make this life an adventure, a journey of creative expression and fun and, you know, and, and it's, and it was so much of that. And it really started as that. And I'm, you know, towards the end, I, I look back now and I could see where it shifted from being so joyous to a little bit of a grind because we got caught up in the expectation of needing it to be, you know, well, our bass players, brothers, and no doubt, oh, they just had the biggest song on planet earth two years ago and played on the radio more than any other song. Like, what are we doing? You know, and you start getting into that comparison game. And, um, and so I, I that's one of the great takeaways from that journey for me was, um, 
realizing if you're doing something artistic and creative, do it because you absolutely love it without the attachment to the outcome or where you need to get. Because if we start counting numbers or followers or fans or any of that stuff, uh, it's numbers never end. And, you know, you lose your focus. It's not really what it's about. And so that was part of that journey for me, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, that, that's how, how the band journey went. It was about eight years. And, you know, from there, I just was kind of like a serial entrepreneur, you know, I, during the band years, I was like, I would just work to make money as needed and focus on music, you know? And then, uh, before and after a lot of entrepreneurial ventures, And, you know, of course, falling down many times and trying again, dusting myself off and, 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 and failing forward. And, um, yeah, and that's, you know, led me to ultimately, as you mentioned, my, my first big success, uh, as far as, you know, entrepreneurial ventures with, with, um, resort chair. And then, um, from there, you know, launching the podcast soon, you know, soon thereafter. And that's been such, so fulfilling on all levels, you know, to get, you, you know, how that goes when you get one you know, comment or feedback, like, oh my gosh, like to hear someone write in and say, you know, I've 25 years clinically depressed. I started listening to your show and I've completely turned my life around. It's like, okay, you just fueled me from the next a hundred, hundred episodes. You know what I mean? And an email. So, I got a couple of those and I was shocked. I actually, someone was I'm like, someone listens to my show. I'm joking. Around yeah. Getting an email <laughs> like that. It's, it, it makes you feel a little weird at first. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> That's phenomenal though. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's sort of uh, what, what, how the journey started in, in a nutshell. And yeah, can I answer any other thoughts you, or questions? You, you got the about? California dream and then you got out there and then you did the resort share thing and started the um, podcast. And I wanted to ask you when you first started your podcast, what motivated you to, to start a podcast first off? And then what was mm. your greatest motivator in terms of making great, it where it's at? Great question. You know, I started having my own spiritual awakening, you know, 25 years ago now, which is wild to think about. And, uh, you know, it became one of those things, you know, as someone who's an intuitive, um, there's many different, we all have different levels of gifts, right? And, and for me, it felt like I started, I get, I got exposed actually, once again, my early journey has a lot to do with like psychic phenomenon. Um, I met a, a woman who claimed to be psychic intuitive and she demonstrated some things to me that were like, really like, oh, wow, maybe there's something to this. And I'd been raised conservative Christian. So this was all new to me. And so I started reading whatever I could, you know, and, and as I read and started getting exposed to information, like conversations with God is a great, one of my favorite all-time books from, you know, the early days for me. And, um, it was like, oh my gosh, of course, this is how reality is structured. And, the ultimate nature of reality. Of course, I'm one with all things. Oh, you know, I started really, I, I would read, you know, read information in these early days, but it was like clear cognizance almost. It was like a full remembering. And so I was, I became so lit up about it that I would talk to anyone who would listen. And this is like mid nineties, you know, people are like, okay, you know, what are you smoking or, <laughs> or that's interesting and go about their daily lives. Sure. So, you know, here I was lit up because it is my dharmic path to do what I'm doing, you know, now 1400 episodes deep with positive head and optimistic and a book. And it's like, okay, I'm, I, I've, I found my avenue to really get it out there. But in the first, you know, 20 years, it was like, 
just talking to anyone who would listen, you know, my poor, if you listen to episode one of positive head, the positive head podcast, I'm like, I started this so that my friends and family's ears can stop bleeding from me <laughs> just bombarding them wanting to talk about these topics. And so, yeah, that, that's sort of, uh, you know, I had that first goal line success with the resort share. And then it was like, okay, I got to really fulfill the soul line with, you know, something I need an outlet for this part of myself. And, you know, I've never looked back. That's amazing too. Just to think that you were able to do as many things as you've done. And I was going to say, just as you're talking, I pick up psychic things on occasion. You're, you're, you're not, you're not anywhere near being done to your potential. You're just starting to get warmed up. <laughs> so I have I a very that. strong feeling I do going feel forward. That. You're going to reflect feel that. on your moment right now, like you did when you first started your podcast years ago. And you're going to look back at this moment in time and say, wow, what, how did that happen? And you're you're, you're going to know how it happens, but you're going to welcome the I, abundance I, of it. I love that. Thank you for the the confirmation. And, you know, it's something that I really feel is true. And it's a story I've been telling for a, a, a very long time and holding the vibration of, as I also say, you know, tell, tell others, hey, I'm not special. You know, I'm just a reflection of every listener that's out there. You know, whatever I've achieved, whatever Jason's achieved, anyone that comes into your field is a, is a vibrational reflection of you in some way, shape or form. So it's like, for me, the opportunity to say, here's how it, reality works and actions speak louder than words. Watch this, you know, <laughs> and that's really what, and, and then how do I empower you to know don't please don't put me on a pedestal. Like I want to lift you up. I want to show you your own. You're as divine as I am or anyone, you know, we're all, it's all the, you know, the source consciousness, consciousness that animates my form is the source consciousness that animates your form. The separation between us is illusory, right? So we're all one connected, interconnected. <laughs> yes, indeed. And a rising tide raises all ships. So, you know, I call it with, with my new book, the golden key, it's like, I'm, I'm sharing it because it's, it's like, I call it the good kind of selfish. The more I help others remember, re-member, come back together and, and claim their power, the abundance that is all of our birthright. You know, the, 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 the golden key is the subtitles, modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance. And it's like, I say in the book, abundance is your birthright, the quintessence of your being, the essence of the essence. All the abundance in this universe is actually an extension of you in some way, shape, or form. So let's let's open the valve, shall we? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's really what I love. I love that because I want to get into your book now and spend the rest of our podcast talking about because there's a lot in there to talk about, a lot chock full of nut points, and and I, I love it. So first, I want to ask you, how did you come up with your title, "The Golden Key: Modern Alchemy ah. Unlock Infinite Abundance"? A little bit of magic. Um, so a little bit of intuitive magic, uh, dream time magic. I, August 6th, I had a dream and it was, you know, Jason, for better or for worse, I've always been someone who kind of goes to the beat of my own drum. Um, and like when I launched my podcast, people were like, oh, what's your favorite podcast? I was like, I don't know. I've never listened to one, you know? And it's like, I'm sort of that guy. And, and sometimes that's really great. And sometimes it's like, oh, you would benefit from, you know, following a, a trail that's already, you don't have to blaze every trail new, dude. Um, so it, it's, um, you know, I had a dream and I, I and it, the dream really excited me because it was showing, it was basically giving me the concept for the book. Um, what I've talked about, uh, you know, 1400 episodes of the podcast. And I love this kind of format because I can just freestyle what's coming through. However, I've, you know, over 25 years of doing this, there's a lot of 
Brandonisms, you know, my my uh, flavor of of, of um, you know putting this sort of information out there, and so I, I loved the idea and the dream, and I'd thought about it before of you know having a book that's just like my condensed as pot instead of soverbose with so much to say. How do I in three hours, a hundred pages, distill all of the the wisdom that I feel like I've I've uncovered and tested to prove validity to in my own life. And so that was sort of the idea for the dream. And what got me really excited is in the dream, I was kind of shown a, a, a unique way to how to distribute the book. And so I woke up very excited. And the idea was like, I want to gift the book to people and allow empower them to gift it as well. And then any abundance that's created around the book, I want to share with everyone as a statement of practicing what I preach, right? We get what we give when it's aligned and with the right intention. Let's, let's put that to the test. So uh, the the dream basically was like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give the book uh, to people and then I'm going to allow people with, with a, a, a golden key gift code and then allow them to create their own. And then at the end of the book, I invite people to play an abundance manifestation game. I call the golden game where they come back after reading it and pay they put uh, they put sow a seed financially with like what is the book worth to you you just read it you're feeling it is it worth a dollar is it worth a thousand dollars is it worth ten dollars there's no wrong amount put that into this game let's use that as a seed that will sprout into greater abundance for for you and we're going to play you know basically play this game and and do exercises over a number of days. And so that's what I set up. I set up this, let's give it away. Let's allow others when they get the book for, you know, audio or ebook for free, they can then turn around and, uh, and create their own code. And, uh, you know, that's, and then I thought, okay, well, what would I call this book? And so then I thought about it and I'm like, the golden key came to, I was awake now. I'm, I'm like, you know, in my conscious state, like getting excited. And I'm like, oh, the golden key is a great, I came to mind. I search it. And the first thing that comes up is a book or a, a, a essay from 1931 written by a guy named Emmett Fox. And when I read the book, I mean, the, 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 the book, the, the Amazon like blurb about it. It's like, you know, this will change everything if you apply this golden key to your life. Uh, and don't take my word for it. Try for yourself and see. And that's like the, the whole way I plan to start mine. Like, look, words are words are words. Just read with an open mind and heart and apply and see for yourself. So that was already part of the idea how I would start it, which I did. So when I saw that written, but a hundred years ago <laughs> by a guy who helped to bridge the gap between, you know, Christianity and this sort of, you know, new thought, yeah. uh, you know, around consciousness, I'm like, <gasps> then someone sent, I talked about it on the podcast and someone sent me uh, his book. The biggest book he wrote is called Sermon on the Mount about what Jesus really was meaning and teaching. And I looked on Amazon and it was released on my birthday. And I have like Jason and incredible, I have an incredible amount of synchronicity around my birthday. It's like a <laughs> 15, it's like a 15 minute story at this point. It's like Literally it just goes on and on. And people are like, you're kidding, right? You're making this up. Right. And so I knew then it's like, okay, this is like, I'm right in the flow of, um, you know, where I'm supposed to be. I love that. And I was looking at your book and one of the things I noticed your work, I look at words and I see meaning behind them. And and in your intro, you talked about our inherent abundant nature. And I love that phrase because to me, that represents whatever we need to delve into lies within ourselves. Is that how you, how you interpret as well with the golden key and and retraining the brain and, and paradigm shifts to incorporate these type of concepts and make them work 
within your own thinking and your own positive type of outlook. Yeah, it, it's that's really what I do throughout the whole book. A lot of times people get like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what my path is. I don't know what this next step is. I can't do what he does. I can't do what she does. I have this limitation, lack of abundance. I've had a traumatic life. I've had, and on and on and on, the reasons you feel stuck, right? And what I love to empower people to realize is you only have one job. There's only one job. We all have the same job. We all have the exact same job. And the good news about this job, you've got all the tools right where you sit right now. Your only job is to manage your vibration. Most people are doing something like work in order to have something like money, in order to be something like happy. And it actually works in reverse. You be it to see it. You be something like happy. And then you find yourself doing and having the things that are a vibrational match to what you are proactively being, not reactively living your life. As a result, there is no out there out there. What, everything you're seeing in your external world is just a reflection of a past vibrational offering that you've made. So if you want to know what you'll see tomorrow, look at what you're resonating with today because there's a lag in the third dimension, right? And that's part of what trips people up. They don't see the correlation, right? If we thought it and instantly it happened, you know, like Ghostbusters, you know, back in the day, and he thinks of the marsh, the state puff marshmallow man, and all of a sudden he's there, you know, it's, then you're like, oh, I connected the dots. But if it comes like six years later, you might be like, oh, I don't even remember I had that thought. <laughs> so just start working on managing your vibration. It's the number one job in town and in their hiring and you've already been hired and you're already doing it. And so once you start, you know, just by tuning into a broadcast like this out, out of the infinite amount of broadcast and, and energies that are vying for your precious attention, you buy what you pay attention to. And so the fact that there, anyone who's tuning into this conversation right now, congratulations, right? You're on the path. You're like, you're doing it right now. And then it's like, oh, okay, now how do I get more proficient at managing my, my vibration? And, you know, when, when I started resort share, you mentioned, you know, we got to what I, we achieved what one in 10,000 entrepreneurs sets out to achieve, which is 10 million or more a year in revenue. Right. And when I started resort share, I was living on my friend's couch, with probably 50 bucks in my pocket. But I I knew this information and I believed it in every cell of my being. I'm not gonna look in, by all, by societal standards, I was mid thirties on my friend's couch, not a raging success, right? And so, but I, I didn't I didn't buy that, that story that was, would someone would, lots of people would love to sell it to me, but I wasn't buying, I, I, I knew my value wasn't tied to any of that stuff. If I hadn't won, it just wasn't over yet. And once I under, you know, as I lived that and breathed that and just held the vibration and yes, I'd fall off and react sometimes and be negative or whatever. And then, but I'd pick myself up and start over every moment's another chance to turn it all around. And I just got better and better and better and better at it. And with the podcast, it was like, ah, oh, I need this stuff more than any of you. If one person listens, I win. I already win because I'm listening. It's like we teach best what we most need to learn. And so, you know, I just got on that where the universe finally is like, okay, God, dude, fine. We'll give you the abundance you want because you won't shut up about it. You know what I mean? I kept being it to see it. And that's, we, that's the path for all of us. That's, that's the way to create. And the good news is once you start tapping into that, there's no lack. You are literally the, the abundance that you are tied to is unlimited. 
I love that. I didn't mean to interchime. Sometimes I'll say no, words. That's, and you notice, I, I get excited. I'll wrote all and on and on if you don't chime in. So please. <laughs> and you can see me on video. You see me smiling and nodding because I'm in agreement with everything you just said. Everything you just said resonates so well with me. Um, but, you know, I just, I think it's, it's so great to have that perspective and share that with other people because I think that's what helps people to, to adapt it to themselves. Flipping the script flipping the page, yep. right? Instead of being in your mid thirties and sleeping on your friend's couch and people would say, oh no, you said, no way. I'm going to own it on my own terms and make things happen in my life by manifesting it and doing it and believing in it. And you did it. Yep. Yep. Was it's it just hard? All... Was it hard along the way? Because I know with COVID, so many people have had setbacks in the last year, right? Yep. And a lot of people yep. be tuning yep. in are dealing with a lot of despair and coming out of a funk, right? I had my first yep. vaccine shot last Friday. My funk ended then. I can tell you that. But a lot of people are still going through that. And so, you know, do you have any words of encouragement for anyone who's listening to the show that might be dealing with something right now? And, and they love what you're saying, but for them, they just don't see that their life right now. Because right now they might be not even on a couch. They might be literally yep. just terrified. Yeah, right. You know, Jason, it's such a great question. And the only thing I, I feel like I've ever been truly good at is telling good stories about myself and the reality I find myself. Literally... We are one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all things. We are, so what does that make us? We are the creator and created rolled into one. We are infinite creator beings. So when a creator thinks something and offers energy to something, abracadabra means I create, it translates to I create as I speak, right? Uh, we are spelling, we, our words are our wands. So the only thing I've ever been really good at is making up great stories. I told the story uh, when I was young and st first started waking up to this stuff. I don't believe in getting sick. And, you know, I'm not going to say I've never been sick. 46 years old, never been in a hospital. I've probably thrown up, you know, a dozen times in my life. You know, I, I give no energy to it. And and it's worked. It's like we, and we can see science backing this now. Like, you know, guy I had on my show, Dr. Bruce Lipton, he wrote the book, The Biology of Belief. He shows the science of how this works. 30% or more, some say, of all healings, including surgery, are placebo. That's how powerful we are. Yeah, if I tell you, if I put you under and then wake you up and tell you, I just did this surgery on you. See that little scar there? Da, da, da. You believe it and then it, it, it works. <laughs> it's like, what? Like that's, you're living in a holographic reality where your beliefs are everything. So yes, is it hard? Does it take some, it's like anything. It's like, you know, when you first go lift the weights at the gym, man, it's hard. When you go the second time, it's hard. Third time, it's hard. Well, fourth, it's a little easier. Oh, fifth, I'm getting into the habit of this. Oh, sixth, hundredth time, it's old hat. You know, I can't not think this way anymore because I've just, and, and Dr. Joe Dispenza is someone who's great uh, to look at regarding this sort of stuff. Dr. Bruce Lipton, who I mentioned before, and Dr. Joe Dispenza uh, talks about how we basically, um, uh, you know, neurons that fire together, wire together. So as we, as we make a new thought, around something, it literally, we can see in the brain what happens. It's like a trail through the woods, same thing. You go once and it's rough. Second time, more and more, you know, after a hundred times, it's like a smooth trail you can walk through. Same thing happens in our brain with these the different narratives that we tell. And if we stop telling an old narrative, there's a dislinking that happens and a new pathway. They can actually physically see this thing happen in our brains. And so, 
you know, especially for those of you who are science bent, you know, which I think is wonderful. Like, you know, go look up, you know, biology of belief, Dr. Bruce Lipton. He's got an hour YouTube um, that's great, just that summarizes his book. Or Dr. Joe Dispenza. These guys really get into the science of how this stuff works. And it's, you know, it's real. <laughs> and you are so powerful. So, so that is it, it's, it's always the, the hardest part when you ask, is it hard? Is just saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to begin. You don't have to, Rome wasn't built in a day. You don't have to eat the elephant in one meal. You know, you can, uh, you just start and do little things, little changes, little, if you catch yourself having a negative thought or story that you're telling around something, say, hmm, oh, okay, I just observed this story. And actually, I've told that story many, many times before, but now I've caught myself. Oh, okay, I'm going to just rewrite it. Let's tell a different story around it. Let's, let's be play. Let's be creative. Let's be imaginative. Let's, um, you know, the one Bible verse I love to quote, um, lest you become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. What are children good at? They make up stories with their imagination, right? So become like a child, let your child start self start leading more and, and start playing with it. And then with an open mind and heart and see the results, the results speak for themselves. So actually when you said that, cause I tell people all the time, nurture your inner child that we need to do more of that. I learned that during the pandemic, yep. the more you can nurture your inner child, like with music, find healing modalities for yourself. If you're feeling down, like elevate your vibration. I'll, I'll, yep. I'll, I'll par you a little bit, but music heals, yep. find ways to heal yourself and do whatever you can. If, and it'll help you feel better. Yeah. Music is a medicine. I mean, I share songs on the end of my daily episodes for that very reason. I just, it's like, you know, it can just instantly change your whole vibrational state. And you start realizing all these things go, you know, the best thing you can do if you're feeling in a funk, move your body. And I know if you're feeling really depressed, it's like the idea of working out or something is drudgery. Just move, go get in the sunshine. Like the, the, once again, science shows it complete, you are a walking pharmacy. You know, you want to have some good drugs that are healthy and good for you. Go stand in the sun for 20 minutes and walk. It'll completely change your state. I I wanted to ask you about the eight keys to abundance. That number I saw you mentioned in in Chinese culture Mm -hmm. reflects uh, wealth generation. and, and, And I wanted to ask you a little about it. Did you do that intentionally or was that just something that you figured out after the fact when you're talking to someone? After, After the fact. After the fact, yeah, it was not intentional. It was a synchronicity. I just, you know, okay, what are the the keys? And I just, you know, what came through and it it landed on eight keys, seven keys. And then the eighth key is kind of the golden key to tie them all together. And uh, I was talking to my brother after I was, you know, done pretty much. I was still working on editing, but I'd written the book for the most part. It's like, yeah, I've got eight keys. And he goes, oh, you know, that's the the number for abundance, right? And I'm like, no, he's like, he lives on the eighth floor of a building in his condo. And, and, and it's in Irvine, California, where there's a lot of Chinese. And um, so he's like, all the Chinese people in Irvine, that's the floor they fight to get on. Because in both um, traditional and modern Chinese culture, it sounds phonetically similar uh, to uh, the, the number eight sounds phonetically um, similar to the to, to wealth and in, in uh, Chinese, you know, in, in uh, Mandarin, nice. or, you know, there's many different dialects, but I'd love to get into the keys now if you're okay with that, because we have eight of them. Yeah. I want yep, to yep. Sure touch on each of them just to kind of have our audience have a, a sure. overview. And so, yeah. And- 
The one thing I was going to ask too, I can't remember, usually before we start, I want to make sure we, did we already set up the social psychic? Yeah, it's uh, TSP21 okay. TSP is the code. Okay, the great, great. We did, yeah, okay. I just making sure that we did. because I haven't like, done oh, that yet. I, I haven't announced it, but yes, I didn't know where that okay, fit. Okay, okay. in all this. I thought okay. we'll kind of put that At in. the end, yeah. Yep. Or whenever, if you want to. A little it. flash forward. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we, since we've said it, we might as well. Sure. Um, so we're going we're gonna to talk more about the Golden Key and at goldenkey.gift. You can go download the audio or ebook. Uh, thanks to Jason's graciousness and creating a uh, a code for you guys, TSP twenty one. So great. So shall we? Shall we yes. discuss? Let's uh, visit more? the keys. Let's talk about the first key, which is see the oneness. What mm. exactly does the first key represent to you, and how would you, I guess, describe it and implement it for our audience? Sure. So, yeah, I, I start the book off saying, look, you know, modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance. Some of you may expect that I'm going to talk about, you know, how to, you know, skip the Starbucks and invest in cryptocurrency or <laughs> switch to Geico and save $300 a year. You know, this book is about the core of abundance. I like to get to the root of things. What's, what's the foundation? And the foundation of abundance, especially in the new world we're entering, I believe, is understanding the ultimate nature of reality. I think we go through cycles as, as beings. Uh, I think source, God, higher self, the universe, whatever you want to call it, it does a dance of separation and, and then uh, um, unity. And it's how, it, how God experiences herself throughout eternity. So there is a cycle where it's like, you know, even, even the, and of course, everything's a reflection. So it's like, they think the, the physical cosmos started as this infinitesimal speck of dense matter that ex, it exploded and, ex, and is still expanding outward. So it was separating. And then they think one day it may come back together on itself, like the breathing in and out of God, right? Separation, unification. This is what God does to experience herself. Because if you're one in your love at the core, what, what source is, if it's one, if it's only one and it's love, but there's no contrast or context, that means nothing, right? It becomes meaningless, you know, but separate from that and experience hate, pain, any of those sorts of things, and then come back to it. I always use the story of my brother, the most sensitive soul I know. Um, he's a cancer. He's so sensitive and poor guy. What a karmic path to be my younger brother uh, growing up. But, um, <laughs> but we're no, we're really close. And, um, you know, he, when he's in his early twenties, he didn't pay a ticket. And then he got a warrant out for his arrest because he didn't pay this ticket. He got pulled over. They arrested him. He went to jail for like four days. And this is a guy you do not envision in jail, right? And he gets out and he, <laughs> the, the first, you know, they let him out at midnight because they get paid, you know, just past midnight for that day. And so I pick him up late at one in the morning, two in the morning, we're back home. I cook him a hot pocket. To this day, he says that was the best meal he ever had. <laughs> and it was all because of the contrast, the context of what he had just been through. And now here, you know, and, and that's what God is doing. So whenever we look around and see pain, separation, I had a, I, Jason, I think it was, might've been a, um, a, an angelic encounter, even a few days ago where I, you know, I live here in Venice, um, LA area, Venice beach, and there's a lot of homelessness and me and my partner were going and going to get some food. And it's very interesting mix here because there's a lot of spiritual energy. There's a lot of like epic mansion type houses. Then there's homelessness right across the street. Then there's, it's just like everything's here, you know? And 
So we're going and we're going to sit uh, with COVID. We're still, they have a sit outside on the, on the sidewalk still. And I, we, we are driving by and I see this guy walking and he looks like a, he looks like a zombie, really the way he's walking. There's a lot of homelessness, but this guy, his energy was so intense. And the way he's walking was like a full, you know, the whole gate, you know, like full zombie mode. And, and so I caught myself kind of going, wow, look at that. And not judging in a negative way, but like, sort of like, oh gosh, that must be so rough. Like, wow, what is going on with him? What's in his head? What's, you know, that I kind of got into that with my girlfriend a little bit. And then we go and we sit down and we're, you get sat on the sidewalk. And 10 minutes later, this guy catches up to where we're sitting. You know, I'd forgotten about him by now. And all of a sudden this guy looks over, gets, stands right next to me, looks me dead in the eyes. He goes, how you doing today? And I'm like, and he was clear as a bell, Jason. And I'm like, oh, uh, I'm doing great. How are you? He goes, I'm doing great. You know, and then he just winked at me and kept going. And it was like such a knowing in that moment. Who are we to judge what this soul is doing? It knows, I had a guy on my, an intuitive on my show uh, years ago, and his whole thing is he would see people's higher selves. And he said he used to walk around San Francisco where he lives, where there's a lot of homelessness, and he would send love to people as he walked by. And one time, all of a sudden, this guy's higher self appeared and says, do I look like I need your love? Do I want that from you right now? And he said it was a great wake up call for him because it's like, Whose karma are you trying to get in the way of? Who, you know, these are infinite creator beings in infinity that are choosing an experience so that they can appreciate the hot pocket one day, right? Like they're, that's God godding right there. It's no less divine than what you're doing, what anyone else is doing. And so, and you don't need to save them. They're, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm doing just fine. How are you doing? You well, okay? I'm okay. You know? Yeah, 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 and that—that that was his message. And so, see the oneness everywhere, right? So, everywhere you're going, everywhere you go, you're there waiting for yourself. So, start looking through the lens of whatever's happening. There is no out there, out there. It's all you reflecting you back to you. So, you know, I've gotten to the point where you know I do a lot of teaching, right? But I say we teach best what we most need to learn. And when I'm bumping up against someone else in my reality, especially something challenging, I, it's really helped my growth a lot to say, think of it in the terms of everyone else is the master and I'm the student. And they don't necessarily know it. The guy flipping you off on the freeway who's <laughs> trying your patience, he doesn't know that he's giving you exactly what you need to become the next greatest and greatest version of yourself. You know, smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor, right? He's helping us to, he's helping you to sharpen your ax. So once you start viewing reality of like, oh, this is all an extension of me. I'm in my own private universe and I'm the lead actor and act, actress, you know, director in my own movie and everything is reflecting me back to me in some way. It's like, oh, why is this happening for me? What is this showing me about myself? What is this bringing up in me that is, that's going to help me to grow and help me to become the next iteration of what I'm meant to become. So that's what I mean when I say, see the oneness, you start, you shift your whole narrative around right and wrong. There's no such thing. <laughs> it's all happening for by divine design, you know? And so it, it, but, but that doesn't mean you don't have preferences. The question is what part of it all do you want to experience next? That's the question being posed to us all. You're at all. It's all as valid as any that the guy, the, the zombie guy walking is just about as valid as an experience as me wanting to have a 
a book that's people praise or a podcast or, you know, big company, all that. That's great too. It's no <laughs> more divine than, yeah, it's no more divine though. It's, yeah. it's all part of the story. It's all necessary for God to have the experiences mean anything. So, Absolutely. you know, hundred percent. I like that a lot. <laughs> that's great. Me too. It makes a lot of sense, right? It reminds me when I did, uh, when you do the flotation tanks, I did one of those, a salination flotation tank. They have one here in Tampa and I did that. And I remember when I came out of that experience of being deprived and just being in water, you know, with nothing for an hour, I came out and I said, we're all one, one fabric, the universe, inanimate, animate objects, animals, us, spirit, everything's yep. one. We're one yep. fabric. Yep. So, when you look at it that way, I can completely understand how you're saying it too. Yeah. It's like you are a, an extension of my consciousness dressed up in the, uh, in the, in the bio body suit that, you know, avatar that goes by Jason. And it's such a close vibrational reflection to where I'm at that out of 7 billion people on the planet in this moment, we're connecting. So it's, oh, here's a mirror for you. Here's a version of you that's a really close. It's like, I, you know, when you talk about see the oneness, I, I think of it like behind me, you can see there's a, a tree, like a Celtic tree on the wall. And I think of source like that. It's an infinite tree that stretches for infinity in both directions, the roots and the branches beyond what our minds can comprehend. And, and, and as vast as that is, you're going to have a branch with leaves on it right next to each other flapping in the winds of eternity, right? So we're on that same branch. You know, someone over in Africa right now, uh, another extension of us is doing something that we're not connecting to or seeing or feeling in this moment directly, right? That's me too, but maybe it's it's another branch, a little bit further removed, right? Uh, doesn't make it less a part of me, but in the same way, maybe you could argue that my fingers are more closely related than a finger is to a toe, right? So it, it's like that. And so when it's coming up in your field, in your movie, in front of you and in, in, in requiring your attention, that's when you know, hmm, oh, this is a close reflection. And it's, it, it's really great when it's beautiful and that's easy, right? Where it gets really, when it's challenging you, when it's a part of you, it's got your shadow in it. Or, you know, I mentioned my birthday earlier. Uh, I run a communal property, the most challenging and one of the most helpful, on another hand, uh, people who's ever been here out of dozens at this point was someone who showed up, had my birthday. And I'm like, oh, here we go. And sure enough, it was a big lesson in a lot of my shadow self, you know, stuff I hadn't seen in myself since I was 14. He brought right out, right, you know, and it was like, oh, and but I was aware enough to know, ah, why is this happening for me? Ah, okay, this is hard. And I know it's happening for me, not to me. And then that's how you can, once you get the lesson, it no longer needs to be there anymore. So, you, you, you know, I got the lesson. I passed the test in a sense, it, it, a natural separation occurs. And um, so that, that helps bring me comfort when I'm going through something that isn't easy. It's like, Brandon, once you get what you're supposed to get from this, the medicine from it, it will, even if I couldn't, in his case, I couldn't find a way out. Like he didn't want to leave for a while. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to shut this whole place down because I won't live under the same roof with this, you know, energy anymore. And then it, it, I had to, uh, that aha moment, Brandon, if you get the, 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 the lesson that you're supposed to get from the experience, you don't need to figure out how it's going to separate the, the universe will take care of that. And sure enough, it did. 
That's beautiful. I'm looking at the keys here, and I know we have about 20 minutes to the show. I know. I I, I probably no, will listen, talk. I no, talked so long about I will say this, to you. I'll <laughs> say this to you. I love every single part of this interview because everything you're saying, in my opinion, needs to be shared with our audience. And But I wanted to ask you, and, and, and trust me, I would love to have a, a, a lengthier discussion on these because of how important they are. But for our purposes for right now, because time, your mm-hmm. time, time is just as valuable as anyone else, out of the keys that I'm looking at, what would you say – to our audience looking at these different keys before we get to the golden key itself, which is master of the universe with YOU. I love that play on words. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What would you say in terms of your favorite keys that when you went through these per, for you personally, Ooh. that resonates Ooh, my with you? I know these favorite words. Key. Yeah. You know, and why, you, you know, what's coming up for me is trust the mystery, the sixth key. So there's a quote, uh, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. If I can, if I can flip to it, and um, it's by Chogyam Trungpa, and I have it at the very top of uh, this the six key section, and it says, "The bad news is you're falling through the air. Nothing to hang on to. No parachute. The good news is there's no ground." <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I love, you know. Here's the thing, Jason, you know this as an intuitive better than most, I'm sure. We are on the fast track to ascension. Like mankind is entering a whole new, I start the book off comparing our journey to the the journey of the butterfly. Uh, And I don't know if you've heard this before, but I'll share this. I think it's a perfect metaphor for what humanity is going for. Yeah. yeah, well, and 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 the transition from the caterpillar to the butterfly. So what happens is a caterpillar starts out and it destroys everything in its path. I was telling my mother about it when I was writing it, and she goes, "Oh, Brandon, I know you're you, this. My geraniums just got destroyed by you know my favorite geraniums just got destroyed by the caterpillar." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's what a caterpillar will do. You know, it, it, it just consume everything in its path." And and then at some point in the caterpillar's evolution, uh, an a, a, an invader of sorts pops up. They call it an imaginal cell. An imaginal cell pops up, and the, the the caterpillar cell says, "What?" hold on, invader, what's this? Kill it. And they do. And then another imaginal cell pops up. And then another imaginal cell pops up. And after a while, they start working together. And at some point, the tide shifts and the imaginal cells take over. And that's when the caterpillar starts the caterpillar cells start falling apart, breaking down, and it goes into the chrysalis. And, uh, and it, all the pain and suffering that the, the, um, caterpillar precipitated all the damage and things that it did, that, that caterpillar cell becomes a goo that the imaginal cells feed on. It actually becomes the fuel for the imaginal cells, which hold the code for the butterfly and out of the destruction just when the butterfly the the caterpillar thinks its world is over it becomes a butterfly so just like humanity we had imaginal cells popping up oh kill it kill it oh he's speaking out about truth and power and freedom kill it you know oh they're working together more working together so we're at the point in our evolution where we're transitioning into the butterfly and that's a journey we haven't really been on spiritual energies are flooding this planet in a way that has never been known before and so people are you know it, it can throw you into a spiral. Like where, where's my footing? Where's my ground? I don't, I, I don't know what's happening anymore. Everything's changing. My life's turning upside down. I just had this crazy spiritual experience or awakening or the government's falling apart. And I know I can't trust them anymore. All this. So 
if you can come back to the center of knowing, I don't need to know why it's all happening. I just know it's all happening for love. I know my higher self has a plan and I trust the mystery. I trust what's unfolding. I don't, I, I don't need to know. I don't, I don't have to know. I just have to know the bigger story that's happening and I'm just along for the ride. You know, and no matter what happens, I'm an eternal being that's always been and always will be. And change is guaranteed. If it's something I don't like, well, good news is one thing we can count on is change. And so, (laughs) yeah, that's right. That's right. right. So, (laughs) trust the mystery is a big one because once you move into you trust your life, you trust the process, you trust the Trumps and the whatever side you're on, you know, I like this side or that side in politics, all of it, it's all happening for a bigger vision. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's all leading us to where we're meant to go next. So you just relax into life instead of clinging and fighting. And, you know, all of that is exhausting. And if you can just learn to relax into it, and that's where you start to get into a flow and things, you know, really open up for you. It doesn't mean you don't have hardship, but you understand it. You know, you, you know it's happening for you, not to you. And that makes all the difference. I love that. I um. I'm looking at what you're telling me. And obviously I practice this because I do it all the time when I read for people or when I, but the average person listening to this will probably be extremely intrigued by this information as well. If they wanted to find your book, can you relate Mm -hmm. that now to our audience? Because I want to make sure we we touch on that. Yep. Yep. If you go to goldenkey.gift, G-I-F-T, and uh, yeah, you can get the audio, the ebook, you know, there's some other things there. Uh, If you use Jason's code, TSP 21, you actually get the book. It goes from $11.11 to $0.00. So uh, (laughs) you can download the audio or ebook uh, with Jason's code. And, um, you know, what's great about it is I really sought to distill all, like I said earlier, all of my 25 years of trial, error, and deep exploration into a three hour listen you know, or three out, you know, hundred pages to read. So I, I wanted something that wasn't too overwhelming and that just really captured all of, you know, all of the keys I found. And when I've applied them in my own life, you know, they've led to just inc- incredible things. I wanted to ask one of my last questions. I know we're kind of running low on time and I always want to make sure that when you talk about abundance, but you refer to it as a daily activity that our audience mm. anytime they want. I wanted to see if you could share that with our audience because I feel like that's such a, mm. a great point uh, to close yeah. out. Yeah, there's a, there's a great quote in the book where I talk about doing, uh, doing the, the abundance. And uh, <laughs> it's one of the uh, exercises that in the golden game where I, I encourage you every, at least once a day to get up, move your body and, and do the abundance, right? And drumming up the vibration of abundance and and gratefulness for what your life is. I I quote uh, a Native American artist, Superman, in in the uh, book, and he said, you know, they say to dance like nobody is watching. I think that implies that we are afraid or ashamed to dance in front of the people. I say dance like everybody is watching. Dance like your children are watching, your ancestors, your family. Dance for those who are hurting, those who can't dance, those who lost loved ones, and those who suffer injustices throughout the world. Let every step be a prayer for humanity. Most of all, dance for the creator who breathed into your soul so you may celebrate this gift of life. And so, you know, that's it, you know, dance for what you got. Gratitude is the doorway to more, you know, if you want, you want, 
You want more things to be grateful for? You want more abundance? Be grateful for what you already have, and you, which is tapping into a vibrational pool called gratitude. And then the universe, which, which mirrors back whatever energy you're putting out because you're a creator, says, oh, oh, uh, he or she is, is, is abundant and grateful, right? Uh, he, okay, here's more things that resonate with the idea of gratefulness. Here's more abundance. Here's more. So you, you be it to see it. And, and, and it starts with where you're at with what you've got. I love that. I have to ask you this. I ask all my guests this. If you were a spirit animal, which spirit animal would you be and why? Oh, man. What a good question. If I were a spirit animal, which one would I be and why? You know, um, I have two answers. One, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Leo in, in Western astrology and a tiger in Eastern. So I always say I'm a liger. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, but, uh, you know, I've been having a lot of synchronicity around wolves lately, like literally just seeing so much, like, like every day, like five times a wolf, this wolf, that wolf. So, you know, I, of course, train myself to pay attention to these things. And it's like, so it feels like that energy is somehow really percolating around me now. But um, my, my typical answer is, is I'm a liger, which plays well into my we're all one and I know I'm the same as everyone else, but gosh, darn it. I want to find a way to be original. So I'll be a liger. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I always say owl because I have two parrots and I always grew up with birds and I, I like ah. wisdom and flying above and having a 360 view. And that's, that's just, a cool one. That's yeah. how I, I, um, I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing this stuff today. I think it's so important. And, and, and the message, we're all one. Think about that. It's so unifying. It's unifying in spirit. It's unifying in soul. It's, it's amazing. And I think that's yeah. just great. So I, I want to thank you for coming on in, in that respect. It's my pleasure. My <laughs> pleasure, Jason. It's like, truly is like, if, if this helps one person, like, you know, there's a, um, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. It's, I, I don't know if you're familiar with Mike Dooley. He, uh, he does these notes from the universe and you can sign up for him at tut.com and they're great. And he randomly will send out notes from the universe. And I've always had this fantasy in my head about when I pass over, uh, getting to the other side and having like a, a celebration of my life and all the characters come and, you know, are there every past girlfriend and friend and, you know, foe and, you know, it's just like, oh, we're all together. And, um, and he s sent out a note from the universe a few weeks ago and it was like such a struck such a chord because he said that, you know, and he always is writing as the universe to you. And it said, um, you know, when you get to the other side, there's going to be a celebration of your life and everyone who you've ever affected positively in any way is going to get up on the podium and share how you affected them. Right. And everyone that they affected will get up and, and, and share how you vicariously affected them. And there'll be people you have no idea what an impact you had on their life. And you know, I, I smiled so big when I saw this message because I've literally fantasized about, you know, my my afterlife party and all the characters coming together. And, you know, so when you talk about me coming on and doing this, it's like, it's the good kind of selfish. I just want a really epic afterlife party. <laughs> so I wanted to be like one for the book. So infinite potential. You'll have a yes. huge crowd there from everybody from your podcast and all the people they've helped or anyone you've ever talked. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. Great. So huh. fun. Thank, well, thank you for this. Jake. I just want to thank Brandon for coming on the show today. His book, the Golden Key Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance is now available on goldenkey.gift. 
use this the um the code TSP21 to get this book free with the ebook and everything else attached to it and check out the game, the manifestation game and everything else connected. We all are challenged every day that we breathe. And one of the things I love about Brandon coming on the show and sharing his message is that you can have challenges, but it's how you rise above those challenges, where you elevate yourself to really take on what is in front of you to see that there's a bigger picture beyond your current situation. So anyone in our audience, I challenge each of you, if you feel distraught, if you're feeling like you've had some bad set of cards, just know that there's other cards ahead. And this is just one part of your journey and the journey shall be better. You will do amazing things in your life and abundance will come your way. Divine timing provides all those things. Check out the book, check out Brandon's podcast. Uh, I'm just so excited. And, and, and the positive head podcast, check it all out. I really encourage you to, to do that. Because when you're positive, anything Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook. And don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind. Embrace your paradigms and know that the universe is always yours to explore. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric Acid. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, got this my, dad. my name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.